God put on my heart a Spanish country of Venezuela. Now, Venezuela is a very unique mission field. It's a very unique country. It's going through a unique time right now. In my house in Mexico, I happen to have a young man taking care of my house right now and takes care of our dogs, our pets. Well, he's from Venezuela. He's a college student, and he's in Mexico. He came to study, but he's in my house, and God said, um, you know, you have a Venezuelan young man in your house yeah. who grew up in the churches in Venezuela, and he's studying for the ministry. So he's a good contact, you know. Uh, and, and God said, he's in your house. I put him in your house. And so I said, you know, I contacted him and said, are you familiar with the churches? You know, the pastors, he put together a big report. I said, start calling them, telling them, you know, call them and tell them that, that I'm thinking of going and, and what's the possibility of having an evangelistic meeting. He put together this big report and gave me a list of pastors. He already spoke to them and they're all excited. They want a meeting. And, um, and I said, okay, God, you know, God knows I like signs, you know, so, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I said, great, this is great, this is working out good. So guess what happened? I went soul winning right here in our church at Northwest on Saturday, and I went to the Spanish, you know, soul winning group, and they said, who doesn't have a soul winning partner? I said, well, I don't have one. And another young man said, I don't have one. Well, he, he just happens to be uh, a new arrival from Venezuela. Wow. So he was my soul winning partner, you know, and we're going soul winning and knocking doors to witness to the Spanish people here. And I began to tell him and said, listen, I'm, I'm praying about going to your country. He's talking about, well, I just got here from Venezuela. Mm -hmm. I just traveled this week. And uh, he, he's, you know, showed me the videos on his cell phone of his church, his pastor, his church services. As a Mexican citizen, I am now targeting evangelistic meetings in this country of Venezuela. And so I will be bringing people with me to bring like missionary groups with me to have, a, you know, a schedule of an itinerary of meetings just like we've done in Mexico, but now with Venezuela. Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hulberg. Joining me today is missionary and evangelist Carlos Chacon. Brother Chacon is a graduate of Providence Baptist College, sent out of Northwest Bible Baptist Church, and it's our pleasure to have him. And you can check out our previous conversations with him on our YouTube channel and audio-only platforms. Be sure to like this episode and subscribe to the channel. Uh, that way you can get updates as videos are added. So thank you so much for joining us again, Brother Chacon. Um, last time we were talking about your ministry of evangelism and the uniqueness of a tent ministry, and we ended our, our last conversation talking about what evangelism is, and you talked about the four different things. It's, it's sowing, it's uh, planting, it's watering, and it's reaping. You talked about how evangelism kind of builds on the work of others, but everybody comes together for that common goal. And you've got a particularly exciting ministry opportunity that's arisen and this particular need that's arisen that um, you know you, you think that the Lord might have you f fulfill and so can you talk a little bit about how your ministry will you know change in the future and maybe where the Lord's directing you uh, from here yes for 20 years we have been mostly working in Mexico and I have traveled abroad to other different Spanish-speaking countries and working a lot in the United States and uh, now the Lord is directing me into a transition and it's really just kind of a um, just to broaden our horizons, mm -hmm. and that is to to reach out in a very particular manner to go to different mission fields and to help pastors and missionaries with large-scale gospel crusades. These are evangelistic revival meetings. Um, 
this is not for every place, not for every church. This may not work in some places. It may not work in some parts of the United States of America, but there are some places where the harvest is ripe. And that's where I am targeting uh, my efforts now to go and launch large-scale gospel crusades. And so this is what we are doing. And so I have been praying about this ministry. My calling and my ministry is not a location. I have been in Mexico for strategic purposes mm -hmm. many years, uh, but it is not a location. It is a work. The field is the, is the world. And so the work of reaping the harvest, which is preaching the gospel, that work can be done anywhere. Now, the Lord put this on my heart. I was praying about it just three weeks ago and, you know, developing ideas and talking to my wife and she feels the same way and all these things. And, and I prayed about it and God said, prepare to go to Asia and prepare to go to Africa and prepare to go to other parts of the world. It doesn't just have to be Spanish. It could be English speaking. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, Lord, you know, to be quite honest, years ago, I thought about it, but I said, I actually, I kind of felt like it was something vain. I said, you know, we have to be careful. We have to be careful that we're doing what God wants us to do and not just maybe following some vain ambition or just some desire, you know. And I said, well, it's nice to go do other big things, but I said, God has us in a place where I think we should be faithful, you know. And I just never mm -hmm. made any efforts, you know. But right now, God has given me clear vision, a clear direction to go there. And God said, listen, uh, put off these things about what other people think or might say about you. Get out and start doing the work of reaping the harvest. And so I prayed about it one day and I was in a tent meeting just three weeks ago in Gainesville, Texas. Sure. And the pastor came to me and said, you have any new projects, any new ideas, any new visions in your ministry, but something you, we, we know about your uh, ministry in Mexico, but do you have anything new going on? Tell the people tonight. And I said, well, I was praying about that. I've been talking about it. I said, well, maybe this could be the night where I talk about it. I felt it was premature. I didn't have, I like to make videos. I like to go to those mission fields first, take pictures, you know, all these things. I said, this is premature. But I said, I prayed about it again. And God said, do it, you know, announce it tonight. And I said, I like, I like to say, God, show me a sign. I said, show me a sign. Gideon said, you know, mm -hmm. get, ask for a sign. So I said, God, show me a sign. And so I said it in the, church in the tent and the people raised $5,000 for wow. me in that service, a small independent Baptist Spanish church. Somebody said, I'll give a thousand dollars. Another person said, I'll give another thousand dollars. Somebody said, I got another thousand. Somebody said, I don't have a thousand, but I got 500. Another person. And some people said, I have a hundred dollars and it just came all together. $5,000. And this is for your crusade in Asia, where, where, which I was trying to start off in Asia. Well, there are two places, Philippines and Thailand. Those two places speak English mm -hmm. and their public schools are very open. You know, they welcome preachers, they welcome. I mean, the students have to listen to the preaching in, in a, you know, obligated manner. And so uh, God told me, prepare for large scale gospel crusades in those mission fields. And so God said, there's your money for, for your first crusade, uh, first evangelistic meeting. So we have it already scheduled. We're going to the Philippines, to the city of Bogoda, which is uh, missionary Douglas Marco. It's already scheduled. We have that. It's already paid for. And so... Um, so that's on the calendar, you know, wow. a couple couple months down the road, and we have that to, to plan and prepare. And that's in the Philippines. So God put another country. God said, keep going, keep going. Talk to the churches, you know, and, and, uh, and keep going. So God put on my heart a Spanish country of Venezuela. Mm -hmm. 
Now, Venezuela mm. is a very unique mission field. It's a very unique country. It's going through a unique time right now. In my house in Mexico, I happen to have a young man taking care of my house right now and takes care of our dogs, our pets. Well, he's from Venezuela. He's a college student and he's in Mexico. He came to study, but he's in my house and God said, um, you know, you have a Venezuelan young man in your house yeah. who grew up in the churches in Venezuela and he's studying for the ministry. So he's a good contact, you know, uh, and, and God said, he's in your house. I put him in your house. And so I said, you know, I contacted him and said, are you familiar with the churches? You know, the pastors, he put together a big report. I said, start calling them, telling them, you know, call them and tell them that, that I'm thinking of going and, and what's the possibility of having an evangelistic meeting. He put together this big report and gave me a list of pastors. He already spoke to them and they're all excited. They want a meeting. And, hmm. um, and I said, okay, God, you know, God knows I like signs, you know? So, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I said, great, this is great. This is working out good. So guess what happened? I went soul winning right here in our church at Northwest on Saturday. And I went to the Spanish, you know, soul winning group. And they said, who doesn't have a soul winning partner? I said, well, I don't have one. And another young man says, I don't have one. Well, he, he just happens to be uh, a new arrival from Venezuela. Wow. So he was my soul winning partner, you know, and we're going soul winning and knocking doors to witness to the Spanish people here. And I began to tell him and said, listen, I'm, I'm praying about going to your country. He's talking about, well, I just got here from Venezuela. Mm. I just traveled this week. And uh, he, he's, you know, showed me the videos on his cell phone of his church, his pastor, his church services. And he said, part of the reason, you know, uh, one of the things I wanted to accomplish is to get help for my church. Venezuela is having a political crisis time mm -hmm. and a lot of political unrest and Venezuela has had an economic financial collapse and a lot of inflation and just different things that, you know, have caught, have brought the people to their knees. And so the churches are now getting packed out. The churches are now growing leaps and bounds. Really? And wow. it's just amazing. And there, this is being done by the national pastors. A lot of American missionaries, uh, their visas are not being approved right now. They're not allowed to uh, to travel there, you know. And so um, we are now targeting, you know, as a Mexican citizen, I am now targeting evangelistic meetings in this country of Venezuela. And so I will be bringing people with me to bring like missionary groups with me to have, a, you know, a schedule of an itinerary of meetings just like we've done in mm -hmm. Mexico, but now with Venezuela. And there's some things that we do. We prepare a program, you know, we use promotions, we use special music, we use advertising and publicity. And the pastors are telling me there is no reason why it would not be, you know, just a uh, uh, packed out, uh, you know, situation in, in each church. And so uh, the purpose is to preach the gospel. The purpose is to reap sure. the harvest. Can you talk a little bit about, um, you talked about the economic situation there and, you know, the inflation that's happening. How does that affect the spirituality of the people there in Venezuela? Well, you know, the economic situation, basically their, their currency or their money is, is just paper. It just has no worth, no value. And so there has been complete starvation. I mean, hunger, people have broken into the zoos, you know, just to kill the animals and eat, eat them for food. And so mm -hmm. it's just complete, unbelievable hardships and, and poverty. And it has affected them. There's a lot of theft and crime now because of it. The pastors have told me that people have broken in, stole their PA systems all in, uh, in all the churches. Wow. So to sell it, you know, and just to have food and just to, to uh, uh, you know, make ends meet. And so, um, so, a few dollars, you know, 
will go a long ways in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And so I am now asking churches and, and people to partner with me. I'm asking churches to, to, to support this ministry and our efforts to be able to go and say, look, pastor, we'll buy you a new PA system. I, I need to use it for a meeting. Let's have a, let's have a meeting. We're going to use it and I'll leave it with you. So it's a way to support them. It's a way to help them. And um, they have no means whatsoever, you know, to, to have any kind of outreach, to have any kind of a, but the bad part is, you know, this is the time to do it. You know, mm-hmm. this is absolutely the, the harvest time in Venezuela. It's something that God is doing. Yeah. It's not something that, you know, that um, churches have, have done or put together. It's something that God is doing. The people are on their knees. They're, they're in prayer. And the churches are now just growing. They're seeking God because of need, you know. And so um, I'm very excited about this. And it's something very definite that God has placed, you know, uh, uh, in, in my life right now, in my ministry. So we're going there. I'm putting all my efforts there. I've got a few churches I'm visiting here in missions conferences. We're talking about Venezuela. We're talking about casting the net. I have a net theme for my ministry. The Bible says the kingdom of God is like a net. So it, this is a net theme. When we preach the gospel, we're casting the net. And uh, Jesus told us to be fishers of men. When Jesus told Peter, you know, uh, launch out and cast the net, he, the Bible says the nets break and mm-hmm. they had another boat help them. And then he said, don't worry, you know, leave your nets. Come, come follow me. Be a fisher of men. And uh, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. But when Jesus said that, he was referring to this is the, this is the manner how you should catch men. Just like this net was going to break, that is the manner. He didn't go and say, you know, put this hook in the water and maybe you'll catch one fish and, th- and then you can be a fisher of men. Mm-hmm. He's used the net and we should do both. Personal soul winning is fishing with a hook and large-scale ministry is fishing with a net. And so your ministry as an evangelist is to enable pastors uh, and churches to do the net uh, evangelism uh, that they aren't normally able to do on a regular basis. And now you're launching into Venezuela to do that. That's right. Many pastors are caught up helping people, and that's their job. They should be, you know, marriage counseling, helping people, doing discipleship, and that Mm -hmm. is their job, so they should be. So... Uh, bringing an evangelist that is uh, that has this calling and has this ministry and that that God is anointing this ministry in a very unique manner, uh, it impulses evangelism in the church. Mm-hmm. See, so this is God's idea of you know He has. Uh, ordained some evangelists, some pastors, some prophets. This is God's idea to put these teachers in the church and evangelists. So uh, our ministry is to come and partner with the churches and to impulse evangelism. We'll be there for a week and we'll be gone to another church. But that week will leave lasting decisions, not only Mm -hmm. people getting saved, but people will be revived. And, um, you know, revival and evangelism go together. Sometimes people say, is this for Christians or is this for outreach? But we have to have it together uh, because there's no better place for somebody to get saved than in the midst of God's people having revival. And there's no better place for God's people to be revived than in the midst of a bunch of lost people getting saved. So it goes goes together. It is a, a dual effect. And... And uh, so we need to go to these churches and just, you know, have this ministry. I never thought about it that way. One leads to the other. Mm -hmm. Soul winning will lead to revival. Revival Mm -hmm. leads to soul winning. And that is so true. And I think our churches can become unified around that one thing. A lot of things divide Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Christians within the same church family, uh, they can be divided over different issues. Uh, and the book of 1 Corinthians deals with divisions within the church. And it's, it's that common goal of reaching the lost on a personal level and even casting that net that you talked about. That is amazing. I love how 
the gospel does truly bring people together. And so, well, thank you so much for sharing this uh, vision that you have for your ministry, Brother Chacon, and we appreciate uh, all that you've uh, done in Mexico and now also in Venezuela. It's going to be wonderful. So if you'd like to check out our other uh, videos with uh, Brother Chacon and our other episodes, check out our YouTube channel. Make sure you like this video and you subscribe. And then also check out our audio-only platforms as well. And uh, we'll uh, appreciate your viewership. And thank you so much for joining us.